0: Everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Late Night Mike and Mike Show. How are you doing tonight, Mike? Good, good. I'm so, doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, you know, we kind of talked about this briefly before, but uh, I just kind of want to bring this up because uh, this is this is the craziest I think conspiracy that may be plausible regarding the NFL, uh, and that's Tom Brady and the Dolphins. Um, and the more I read about it, the more I sit here and I think, wow, like this, this, this could actually be, you know, could be a deal when you, when you start putting some of these facts together, I know you said you're kind of, you know, whatever. Um, but the idea that Tom Brady was going to go to the dolphins and then he was going to either become an owner, kind of like what Derek Jeter did with the dolphins, or he was going to take a front office position. Mm -hmm. And then when that happened, they were going to get Tampa Bay to trade away his playing rights to the Dolphins. And then he would suddenly decide to unretire because he, he thought he had at least another year left. And you know, why, why not see what happens here? And that they were, he was only going to do this if they had an experienced coach. So they, you know, this is why they fired Brian Flores and they were going to bring in uh, Sean Payton um, and having done this, uh, apparently, it you know they were going to hire a white coach, and then they were going to have the new white team president without going through the Rooney Rule, and this would have given teeth to Flores Flores's claims uh, when he started to sue the NFL for this. Um, and when all that happened, it would have opened up all of the communications to discovery in the lawsuit. So because mm-hmm. they would have broken so many laws there. Uh, they all decided to walk away, um, but, you know, it, it derailed the whole thing. Supposedly, he met with the Glazers during a Manchester United game, and then he informed them that he wanted to return to football, and then the next day he announced he was returning to the NFL and re- rejoining the Buccaneers, Uh, and then, you know, Miami had to do something, so they get Mike McDaniel from the 49ers, and um, it's just, it's I don't know, it's, that's just such a wild ride, like, I mean maybe this is just stupid internet Conspiracies and none of it was actually true You know whatever people are just bored with this Off season because there's You know they, they just they want something To sensationalize you know um, Who knows but I mean like if you Really start thinking about it though like that is absolutely Wild though like what if that was True and there was some type of Credibility to that and Brian Flores really has Claims to this I mean can you imagine Tom Brady in Miami
1: I mean He's already in Florida so it's not you know obviously too unbelievable especially with the addition of a really great wide receiver that we'll get to talk about a little bit later but again it's it's a really really far fetched hard worked idea i mean the amount of work and secrecy that this would have taken to pull off is immensely hard and it just seems like somebody at i think i think cbs initially released it or espn I can't remember who initially wrote the article that called it all out, you know, saying like, Oh my gosh, Tom Brady could have played at, you know, for the dolphins, whatever, which sparked the whole entire story. Um, getting rewritten, you know, with the basically the same exact words as everybody else. Um, I, I just don't think it's, it was in the plan. Uh, Tom Brady said that he doesn't want to keep moving teams. He doesn't want, you know, to have to pack up his family and move again which granted Miami's not very far I know but still that to me it sounds really far-fetched and ridiculous I just think now, it
0: it it makes the most amount of sense out of anything we've heard yet just because it's like his whole retirement deal was like really weird and then he did like just suddenly unretired and the Brian I mean I don't know there's just there's so many pieces that like I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just because I love, and, and I uh, it, for those of y'all who don't know, some of the people who listen here know my guilty pleasures um, that are, are fans <laughs> of the show. Uh, I love going on to Reddit and going to conspiracy theories, and some of them are just way stupid, and then some of them are, like, super crazy, and yeah, I'm not going to lie.
1: I'm not going to lie. This all started because of Pat McAfee. Uh, do you ever watch his podcast? Uh, I don't. I have the chance i i should i know i should especially as somebody who does a football podcast as well so um but i've heard of some crazy stuff coming off of his podcast
0: yeah and uh so way back in the day um this might have been still i don't know if this was barstool days or if it was post a barstool but before he went to zone and all that i don't know uh but he had an episode where he talked about conspiracy theories and he was talking about how like matt Groening, the creator of the simpsons is uh actually a time traveler and all this stuff. Um, and, you know, cause he's able to predict like all this crazy stuff, you know, with the Simpsons that like turns out to come true. And then he starts talking about how he honestly believes that uh, uh, Elon Musk is an alien. And that all of this, all, all of the technology that he gives us is actually from his home planet. And it's like recycled old technology. That's like hundreds of thousands of year old, you know, to them. But that's how he was, you know, that's how he's able to do all this crazy stuff. And, uh, you know, he talks to his alien friends. He's like, guys, I gave them technology that's like, you know, super antiquated and outdated. And I bring it down there and I'm a god to these people, you know. And he like, go, you know, he goes silent for a while on Twitter and then he goes, hey, I got this new crazy idea, electric car, you know, and all this stuff. And it's just like. And, you know, he's just like reengineering old tech, but for humans, I don't know. So (laughs) anyway, so I go down those conspiracy rabbit holes because of Pat McAfee and that stuff. And I go through that and then you start reading this and it's like, okay, well, you know, I like football and I like fantasy stuff. And uh, we've already seen some crazy trades that we're going to talk about today, you know, and then you, you hear about just the most unbelievable things in the world right now. And sometimes I'm just like.
1: That may not be the worst thing I've heard today. Yeah, no, I I completely understand it, and I'm you know I also love conspiracy theories a lot of times because you know sometimes they prove to be true and they're fun. I mean, um, it's Tom but, Brady
0: though. We've had Deflate Gate, we've had Spy Gate, now you know Owner Return, you know Return Gator, I don't know whatever you want to call it, just something. You know, it's just it, it not would the be wildest. Wild,
1: but it just seems like such a far reach, and to think that like Brian Flores is somehow the key to messing up this whole plan with his lawsuit. I just think it's a really far-fetched idea that somebody was like, oh, hey, Brian Flores is suing. What if I create this wild theory? You know, yeah, but I, can you imagine that if it was real and
0: you're Brian Flores and you're no, like, it would sitting, be absolutely no, insane? No, 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 but can you imagine, though, if you're Brian Flores and let's say all of this is true and you're like, guys, no, it's really true. This is this is why I'm suing. This is what happened. And now they're going to get away with it. And it's like he's yeah. having that Scooby Doo moment. He's, you know, and uh, know. they're all like they're all like we would have gotten away with it. It was it wasn't for you meddling coach. And, you know, yeah. he's over there and he's he's all like, no, guys, I'm not crazy. I promise. This is true. MK ultra and all that stuff. And nobody believed. And then like 50 years later, we're going to find out like Tom Brady, you know, he's going to be on his deathbed. <laughs> Heaven forbid one yeah. day. He's going to be like, guys, uh, that was really true.
1: I wanted the <laughs> dolphins. <laughs> I was going to be a part owner. No, it, it would be cool. But again, I just, it's such a far reach that that one is hard for me. Uh, you know, now if, if you brought up the idea of him kicking Bruce Arians out and making him step down from being coach, I can maybe see that one. I can see it more than the other one than the dolphins idea, but I don't know. It's um, just
0: it, it's absolutely wild. It just that whole thing. Like we've got banging trash cans in baseball. Um now now we've got this going on in basketball or I mean in football. I mean we we need we need some more uh,
1: crazy stories here from other sports and I'm sure they're out there. Oh yeah, I mean there's there's a ton um, speaking of another crazy, but sad story, uh, is the passing of Dwayne Haskins. Um, obviously there's the whole beef with Adam Schefter right now. Cause he tweeted out a super horrible tweet, whatever. But, um, yeah, it is super sad to hear, uh, Dwayne Haskins passing. Uh, so the Steelers are down a QB now they're just with Mason Rudolph and, uh, Mitchell Trubisky. But uh, yeah, it was it was going to be a very interesting uh, QB battle in in Pittsburgh this year, uh, and I'm sad to see that it won't happen. Um, you know, so prayers go out to his family and and his friends at this time, you know, and the team because that that's rough. Um, so just wanted to also bring up that crazy story that happened. So I think so it's always wild I, when you hear I about that I didn't know.
0: I didn't. Uh, and I don't want to take away from Dwayne Haskins' death, but I didn't know. Um... I didn't know that. The, I saw that tweet, but I didn't know that this was being criticized.
1: It, yeah. Adam Schefter tweeted out. He said something along the lines of like, "Uh, you know, I have it here in, front of in me. whatever." He said um, uh, Dwayne Haskins, yeah,
0: a standout at Ohio State, before struggling to catch on with Washington and Pittsburgh in the NFL, died this morning when he was hit by a car in South Florida, per his agent Cedric Saunders. Uh, and yep. then he went on to say that Haskins would have turned 25 years old on May 3rd, which, by the way, that's actually my birthday. I'm older than Dwayne, though. So wild. Yeah, uh, I mean that whole wow. that whole th- I mean the whole thing is crazy. Um, like, I wonder if he had like earbuds in or something. and He was out for a run, and maybe yeah, just there's... did like a quick glance and just didn't see the car. And then and they said it was a dump truck, which I'm curious. Yeah, it d- and like... I think
1: they said it was at night. If
0: I think I thought they said it was super early in the morning. But yeah. I thought they said At it was night, like super four. early morning. It yeah. wasn't
1: like sun up, you know, super bright out. Yeah, nor was it like pitch black. Well, so but they said a dump truck. It's a super so, odd thing. So I and wonder, it was on the highway. He was crossing the highway too. So yeah. So it here's help.
0: The the questions that I would like to know, not that it's really relevant to anything though, is they said it was a dump truck. I want to know: Did they mean like just a regular garbage truck, or was it like? One of a those, literal. not like an eighteen-wheeler truck or whatever, but like it's still like the big overcab dump truck. Yeah, like yeah. one of those. Like what the deal was, you know. Uh, not not that any of this is relevant or that it would bring closure, but I'm just kind of curious what was that was surrounding that because they talked about the fact that he was working out with you know with new teammates mm-hmm. and uh, you know the quarterbacks and receivers and running backs and
1: stuff, and that they haven't released a lot of that information. Um, I, and so one I, of those I think things it's I because mean. it's under police investigation That we still don't have a lot of it Um I think they're trying to look From what I've heard and I think you and I Talked about it a little bit but uh They're looking into possible homicide And they're also looking into possible like Drug related and other things like that Uh Just because It's a really weird situation and so They want to know exactly what happened to the best They can
0: and this is just going to be me Speculating but what I would imagine it would be Is if Because I think they said this happened. I thought they said it was like four or five in the morning uh, Mm -hmm. when it happened, uh, and I could be wrong. But like, what I what I feel like from my perspective, what I bet you what it is is he was probably out for a run. Probably had his headphones in. Didn't see the truck. Maybe the truck didn't have its lights on or something or whatever you know. And he was trying to get to the other side of the highway to start running. You know, running his back route back to you know where he was staying type deal. Um, And you know just accidents happen type deal but yeah i mean it absolutely could be something but at the same time you know they say they're looking into homicide but obviously and this is me being i don't know devil's not devil's advocate uh yeah you'll you'll see what i'm talking about uh they say there's they're searching for homicide but it's not like the dump truck driver is like oh there's a guy in the middle of the road i gotta run
1: this guy over 50 point you know Oh, that's Dwayne Haskins. I got to take him out, so he can't play against my Dolphins. Yeah, no. Yeah, well, I Um, mean, actually, I I don't. I don't agree with the homicide line. However, if it's not sports related, like like a run, like you're saying, um, sadly, I feel like it might be, you know, drug or alcohol related. You know, they could have gone to a club or a bar, and you know, just leaving in the early morning. You know, not, you know, completely with it and intoxicated, and uh, you know, just into an unlucky situation so as more information comes out it'll be interesting to see what is said and what happens so well, sadly I, there's just not much out i have our script here in front of me obviously where, where we you know
0: have lists of what we want to talk about but i just kind of also want to briefly bring up um obviously one of the things we wanted to talk about i think vaguely we or we vaguely wanted to talk about was the fact that they got mitch trubisky um in pittsburgh mm-hmm. Um, and it's just one of those things. It, it really kind of makes you wonder, though, what are they going to do now for, you know, a backup in the event that, let's say, Mitch gets hurt and then you've got Mason Rudolph. You know, he was he was, I think, kind of the third stringer that I think they were also or thinking could, you know, vie for a backup position um, to eventually, you know, leave it to is Mason Rudolph our long term guy or is, you know, Dwayne Haskins our long term guy. Now you now you gotta wonder if it's put them in a position where they're like, hey, we we gotta think about some things of the quarterback position.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's gonna be interesting to see what they do now because Mason Rudolph is obviously still young and so is Mitchell Trubisky. Um so it'll be really interesting to see if they draft or if they try to get, you know, another, you know, veteran type player. Um, you know, it's it's an odd situation because it's not like they just got Signed away and so now you've got to kind of solve A problem here uh, that's been Created and so it'll I think I wonder if it'll cause problems but I, I Feel like they might be comfortable enough with Mitch and uh, Mason that they Might just c- continue forward with What they've got um, But well, we'll, I think, we'll see I think but Mason I Rudolph's ears are still Ringing from that helmet hit
0: <laughs> I don't know that I would Probably. trust <laughs> I don't know that I trust him in the backup position
1: yeah, that that's a uh, rough situation there he, with him. He's, he gets know. the
0: he gets the lineman running down on him, and he gets PTSD, and he's all like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna get hit with the helmet!" Starts <laughs> freaking out.
1: Yeah, it's it's gonna be a lot of fun to uh, see all that for sure to see him really play again. But I don't know, I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see how that affects you know the team and their dynamic, what they were trying to put together. For some reason, I cannot find when exactly Mitch Trubisky was signed. I have no idea why. But anyway, um, yeah, so Mitch Trubisky is now there. So hopefully they don't have too many QB problems in, in uh, Pittsburgh because they do not need more of those. So aside from all of that, let's start talking about some of the trades that we missed from our last episode. Yeah, Granted, what, there wasn't many. There was like five, I think. So. What 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 is
0: your favorite trade that uh, or signing? Favorite or happening? the one that I think is the
1: craziest? Well, let's go favorite. Favorite? Uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, well, I my Pats are a part of this, so I'm gonna say Devontae Parker to the Pats. I would have appreciated somebody a little bit more veteran or better like, but. Devontae Parker was not the greatest because Tua's not the greatest. Well, I think Uh, so. I think think he'll do really well at the Pats.
0: I think when you look at the tenure of everybody that's in the kind of the Pats organization coaching wise is one of those deals where Devontae Parker, I think, has tremendous upside from Mm -hmm. having those coaches around him and then having somebody. Uh, in that quarterback position that showed, even as a rookie, like, hey, I'm competitive and, you know, I can go out there and, and you know, I, I can actually, you know, sling the ball when I need to or, you know, and, and and he's, it's not that he's not mobile, but at the same time, you know, he has like the ability to stay in the pocket and be like, oh, here we go, uh, you know, whether yeah. he's throwing the needle or, or uh, you know, whatever he's doing, he just seems to, to do it well. Um so I got to be for the value that I guess they got for him too. That's uh, that's not the craziest, you yeah. no,
1: it, it it's a great deal all the way around for the Patriots. They needed a good star wide receiver, or at least somebody to be the you know a clear choice for second string. Somebody uh, that at so least I, take I up more targets. For him. Yeah, yeah, it, it's definitely going to help the team because they needed a bigger name, I guess, kind of wide receiver instead of having you know. People that they drafted or people that were always, you know, third, fourth, fifth string on teams. So uh, it's, I personally think it's going to be a huge help for them. Uh, So that's good. Uh, Which one one was the craziest to you? Craziest trade? Is that really hard? Tyree Kill to the Dolphins. I see. I have a controversial one uh, for this. I'm going to say, okay, I think I know which one you're going to pick, but I want to hear you say it.
0: You don't. I guarantee you don't. Okay. Andy Dalton to the Saints.
1: Well, actually, that wasn't a trade. So that's cheating technically. It was, cheating, this, what, technically. I, it was uh, a signing. To be fair, earlier when I asked agent.
0: you the question, I did ask you signing or trade. Oh, okay. 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 That's fine. So right, for me, I thought we were talking only
1: trades. Sorry, I no. missed that part.
0: Yeah. So to me, I think this is the craziest one just because. They just signed Tyree killed all this money and they're basically and and then they basically told you know who signed
1: to, Tyree killed all this money.
0: Wait, blah, 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 blah. sorry, Andy Dalton. They they. Yep. Sorry. There you go. Sorry, uh, ugh, I, I'm getting tongue tied here. It's late. It's uh, two in the morning right now for me while we're recording. <laughs> for anybody who didn't know, um, so when
1: we when we say it's the late night Mike and Mike show, we do mean it is late. It is the late night Mike. Yeah, it's yeah. twelve for me because I'm in California right now on vacation. Um. But, but yeah, it would be one back home, but yeah, so uh, Andy Dalton. I think it's uh, I think the whole deal is
0: crazy uh, And when I said tiger kill what I meant to say though uh, was um, I'm sorry now. I'm totally blanking on his name. Um, there are their other quarterback. That's their utility guy uh, Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill, sorry, that's where I was getting like tongue-tied so they just signed T- uh Taysom Hill to all that money um, and then told him like, Hey, if you work hard enough, you could be our starting guy. Sean Peyton retires and uh, you know <laughs> and and, and now and this now, new coach yeah and and now he's all like, uh, you know he's basically like, well, I didn't promise you that. so we're putting you back at utility and you know here well, let's yeah. sign let's sign the red rocket, which I have to be honest after seeing him play with the Cowboys, I think he's got some ability, but at the same time you know, it's just kind of one of those eh things too where I'm yeah. just I'm just like I think sometimes he's good, sometimes he's bad. And maybe some of this was just habits from being with the Bengals for so long uh, when they weren't trying to do anything. I don't know, whatever it is. But I think that's like the craziest one for me, because I'm just like, man, Taysom's getting screwed here. And Andy Dalton, you know, he's going to go down there. And, uh, I mean, you know, it's just, I don't know, I just think it's kind of a crazy deal. So for me, that was my pick. Uh, But yeah, I do have to agree with you. Tyree Kill to the Dolphins. That is pretty insane when you think about it. but it's. Just,
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's they they were a dynasty. So let me let me tell you why this is so crazy. Obviously everybody knows, but I have talked to so many Chiefs fans in the last two years. You know, ever since that first Super Bowl they went to, and obviously everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, Tyree killing Mahomes and Kelsey are unbeatable," right? And then they obviously go to a Super Bowl and lose, and then they almost go to another Super Bowl. They almost went to three Super Bowls back to back to back, which is wild. Um. And so, everybody I talk to, because uh, I'm on Bleacher Report, and so I'll sometimes hop in the you know Bleacher Reports for different teams and stuff, and be like, "Do you guys think that like Tyreek Hill will, or you know, the team basically won't be able to sign players?" And they're like, "No, they'll they'll get rid of other non key players to keep Hill, Kelsey, and Mahomes, and other and like some other big name people like Tyran Matthew." And I'm like, "Are I you sure? That's is- a lot of money." And lo and behold tyron matthew is not being signed to a new deal yet and tyree yep. kill just got traded kelsey's still there obviously and Mahomes because he's got like a 10-year deal for the next forever yeah it's you know, absolutely he's gonna cra- die there almost
0: yeah it's absolutely crazy i just want to point out though this was my ha ha moment was when i sent you the screenshot on uh was that march 23rd and uh i said if miami lands him oh my gosh they will be in. And you said, "Or the Jets, it's crazy." And then I told you, "I'd rather go to Miami if I was Hill." And you said, "But if he wants the money, he'll go to who offers the most." But if the he, uh, if the Jets land him, they'll be a good team. And I went on yes. to talk about the tax rates with you, and then it came out that he <laughs> signs with Miami, and I was like, "Yes,
1: I, that was a mini moral victory." I was not going to be victory. disappointed either way. However, I'm going to say something that you may or may not agree with. I think Zach Wilson's a better QB than Tua because Tua has had enough time to show he's great and he just has not shown it yet. Can I tell you something controversial? Think Zach Wilson just and I just think Zach Wilson has more upside, especially with Corey Davis and, you know, Tyreek Hill. That would be I feel like a really killer combination, especially with the uh tight end that they just signed as well. because uh, I think they got Oh, shoot, who'd they get the guy from I think the commanders were uh, Seals Jones, I think. I don't know. But you know, it, it would have just been interesting, obviously, to the Jets, but I agree, you know, he wants the money probably. He well, wants the, the technically Jets, the better team. So There's the Jets things.
0: acquired uh Tomlinson, uh DJ Reed, CJ Uzma, Tyler Uzama, Tyler yeah, Connor, yeah, from the Bengals. Uh that was him. Jordan Whitehead and Jacob Martin. But I'm, yeah. I'm going to say something controversial here, um, and it's going to upset you. But it's probably it'll upset probably quite a few people uh, if they listen if they're fans of either of these two teams. I'm going to go out and say that two is shit, and I I think the, uh, what's his name from the Jets is shit too, at least right now. Um, I, yeah, it's hard with a rookie if, and then
1: somebody who still hasn't proven themselves. So
0: yeah, it's just it's just one of those deals. I think looking at either one of them, if I was him, I, just from my my standpoint of just being like, well. You know, uh, everything tax rate is low in Florida, uh, and I could be on a Miami beach or I can be in New York, pay uh, a higher tax rate. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, I, I mean, you know, just from my standpoint, I just be like, oh, screw it. I'm Plus going, more so, money. <laughs> yeah, I well, want, you know, just, well, it, there, there's just, I don't know, for me, there's so many more benefits being down in Miami that I'd just be like, yes. yeah, I'll go down there. Cool. Whatever. Yeah, the
1: beach sounds pretty good in December. No, yeah. I, I completely agree um you know it's just funny that he was going to you know afc rivals you know not that those two teams are technically rivals i think it's the pats and the jets and, got the his, pats and the dolphins but he got a super bowl ring
0: so at least from my perspective obviously having never you know played a professional sport or won any type of championship like that in general but i would imagine though after you win your super bowl ring you're probably like hey look i've already got a ring like I'm gonna get money but like a good amount of money no matter where I go I might as well go where I'm happy it's like shoot I'll go to the beach I'll be able to go fishing whenever I want you know like why not yeah. just go to a place that you know you're just like all right this is like this is chill why not
1: no I I completely agree again i it's it's a better situation all around uh it'll be interesting to see how it pans out but fantasy wise i don't think Tyreek Hill is a first or second round wide receiver grab uh even if he
0: even if he stayed with the chiefs this year like let's just say he had somehow gotten a one-year deal done or something like that whatever it is um i probably still would have taken him in the first round there's other people i'd rather take over just because it's one of those deals where like yeah he's really fast but i mean you know there's only so much to that like we talked about before i'd still rather have uh adams especially now that he's with the raiders where mm-hmm. you know he's he, you know and, and he's still got key people around him where it's not like he's just going to be double teamed every single time um where he could get you yeah. all those fantasy points so for me it's just one of those deals it's just like i don't know the as far as our fantasy bit for everybody goes i i just don't see the upside to especially down in, in miami but i'd say the same thing even if he was with uh, any other team too. The just um regardless of who his quarterback is, there's just he's fast and that's kind of about it. It's kinda like how you feel about uh what's the the cornerback uh for the Cowboys that's always getting all those interceptions. Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, it's kinda like yeah. how you're all like, oh yeah, he may you know, he he's a former wide receiver so he knows how to make the plays so he can get the interceptions, but he still gives up a bunch of yards and stuff. It's kind of how yeah. I feel about Tyreek where it's like, yeah, he's really fast so he can he can get past people, but like when he's actually being covered by somebody that's speedy and not, not that anybody really keeps up with him. But uh, you know, sometimes people I keep
1: up with him relatively.
0: Yeah, and so it's one of those deals where I'm just like, yeah, I feel like it's the same
1: situation, just opposite side of the ball. No, yeah, I'm I'm 100 with you. I I think Ty Tyreek Kill is overrated. Um, I think as soon as a corner comes into the league that can actually keep up with him, you know, and not be two, three steps away hundred percent, he's going to be shut down every time they play him. Uh, so, it, it, to me, speed is only so much of a wide receiver's job. There's a lot more to it, and he's just too short, uh, not enough, you know, footwork, not enough of the route running skill and the great grabs to me to be, you know, yeah. a great wide receiver like that. So, anyway, we'll move on from Tyreek Kill because that one's obviously crazy. Um, I'm just gonna name off a few of the other ones, and we can kind of talk about well, them so, as we feel. Yeah,
0: one more uh, that I wanted to talk about was Matt Ryan to the Colts. I mean, that was uh, that one was kind of interesting because I
1: didn't see. I think coming, it's huge for the Colts. I think it's dumb for the Falcons to let him go. I I think he still had time on his contract, if I remember right. But the Colts. I mean, that's a good move. They've got a playoff-ready team. The thing that really stopped them last year was. Part of their defense and then just Carson Wentz's inability to be consistent well I think either way that you look at this from my
0: perspective is almost anybody's going to be better than Carson Wentz
1: yes and I, I, I yes. hate to
0: say that in the, the most negative way possible but anybody is pretty much better than him any veteran at least um so it's kind of like a why not moment for the Colts but then it also helps them from having to be like oh hey we should draft somebody this year um and you know and and you know save them that draft pick cuz it's i mean you know if you're looking at the draft which we'll talk about later there's not you know it's, it's not a quarterback here um so it, it's it's kind of one of those pieces where you're like oh okay well um and you know let's save that for something else and and the colts didn't have a first round pick this year um because I believe they traded. There's a way to. Uh,
1: I do not remember who they traded. There's a way to. The Colts traded theirs to. I think the Eagles. The Eagles was is to get okay. Carson Wentz. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um. And so it's it. You know they can now save
1: that. Um.
0: You know to actually get a quarterback they may want in the future to be a long term solution type deal. Uh, but for the now situation, like you said, they've got you know they've got all the other pieces now. They'll, now they'll have somebody consistent enough uh, yeah. in the pocket to be like, hey, you know, let's actually let's actually get some passes off and not just have to
1: rely on our running back. Yeah, no, it Matt Ryan's a huge upgrade for them, so I think I think that's a great grab by them. Uh, I think they also made a play at grabbing another wide receiver. Or, I, hold on, I got to sneeze. I'm sorry. Uh there we go. It's okay. I had um, to sneeze earlier and you picked up perfectly. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God. I was, I was struggling. So I was like, relief. it was about to come. I was just going to have to figure out how to mute myself on like last time where I totally sneezed and it caught it. Um, anyway, but I think the Colts, I, I don't remember them picking up anybody, uh, like wide receiver wise. Uh, but oh, I, I think-, think they need to, because I think T Y Hilton is still, you know, injured too old, whatever his problem is. Uh, so I think they still need to figure out the wide receiver situation and and make some big plays at defense, like linebackers and yeah. The people only like that.
0: The only but, thing. The only person they picked up was edge rusher uh, Yannick uh, Nagakwe. Um, oh yeah, Ngakwe. and then they they lost Rocky Assin and then offensive guard uh, Mark uh, Glovinsky. So they're still struggling at cornerback, wide receiver, tight
1: end, linebacker, defensive tackle, and cornerback. Um, They need need a big linebacker to be able to cover uh, tight ends. Tight ends eat their defense alive because they don't have anybody that can really guard them. Uh, So if if they can figure that out, they'll do just fine. Um, But yeah, Matt Ryan, huge upgrade to the Colts. Now, the Titans are making some weird plays, and I don't understand what they're doing. And the Colts need to just come in and sign Julio Jones to a one-year deal and see if he's still even worth money at this point. But Robert Woods, what a great move by the Titans to come in and get somebody young. Uh, Hopefully not injury-prone now due to his injury, but the Titans got Robert Woods, Uh, and I think that's awesome uh, because I I feel like he got screwed over by the Rams, but the Titans are giving him a chance.
0: I will say this to the credit of Robert Woods, uh, but more specifically to the Titans, is the Titans are, are one of those teams that I feel are much more proactive to when a player is injured, they truly care about getting that person healthy and not just what can we do to get them healthy enough just to play just so we, you know, we can do this or that or whatever. Whenever a player gets injured for them, uh, you know, they they don't just like, okay, we've got them up to 75%, which is enough to play. They care about long-term health, which I think would be beneficial. I mean, I wish more teams were like this, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, You know, they're out there to win. Um, but, you know, I think for Robert Woods, I think that's a good thing because you, you don't want him to become that glass cannon like RG3 where it was like he was constantly injured and, you know, um, it just becomes one of the things So I, th- I think for Robert Woods, this is good and yay for the Titans for being that organization
1: that actually cares about long-term health. Yeah, yeah, no, I I think uh, AJ Brown, I think I think they're still trying to figure out the contract with him, if I remember right. But AJ Brown and Robert Woods—that would be a great duo. Uh, Julio Jones—that would be a great pickup by somebody like the Pats or the Colts or uh, teams that really need a solid starter or second string, uh, because he can provide that. Um, so good on good on the Titans to grab Robert Woods. Uh, I feel bad for Robert Woods because they totally screwed him over by grabbing, you know, Odell, and then. Pretty much letting Woods go once uh, he proved himself worthy. But I think
0: for the money, it probably wasn't the worst thing in the world for the Rams. Uh, you just no, won the Super I, Bowl. Uh, I wouldn't. I, yeah. I wouldn't say it's like screwed over because it was one of those things. I mean, technically,
1: I think he gets a Super Bowl ring. No, um, he does. He he does. He was with yeah. the team and he played and everything. So no, he gets the ring. I just I just feel bad for him because I mean, yes, it's business and i know the business side but as a person side it, it sucks to see that like you work so hard and then you got injured and then your team chose somebody else and he got injured and instead of going with the guy that you had for a couple of years they choose the new guy and and you know let you go so yeah absolutely. it just sucks but yeah
0: it. Do- i mean that end like it does suck but it's football like we see this happen so at least i mean you know he got a ring for his efforts during the year and everything and um Mm -hmm. it's it's not it's not like it's one of those deals where it's like oh okay like i'm at the end of my career and you know Mm -hmm. you're trying to make some type of a comeback tour type deal um Mm -hmm. you know at least he's still young and you know let's say he doesn't win a ring with the titans uh you know he still has options you know in the future to go somewhere else that's another contender at some point so um yeah it's not it's not the worst situation um, no, Watson uh, I wanted to bring up Watson to the Browns uh, that, Well that's so before crazy. we
1: do that I want to bring up two small Well one small Yeah, The one small trade that kind of Sets up the Watson thing So Case Keenum was the backup to Baker Mayfield uh, And then the Bills came in And grabbed Case Keenum To be Josh Allen's backup because They just lost Mitch Trubisky To the Steelers yep. Now what are the Browns going to do Go Oh, uh
0: you're having connection issues you just cut out um so guys we're having technical difficulties so uh i am going to set this up on the recording uh we'll what? be back in a minute all right guys we're back sorry about that we're having technical difficulties um <laughs> we left off and michael you were talking about how trebitsky went to the steelers um
1: and uh oh. yeah you want to keep going with the case keenum yeah and the bills and yeah so case keenum obviously backup to baker went to the bills uh because the bills lost mitch trubisky to the steelers and so the browns to fill that backup slot brought in somebody to make baker mayfield the backup and i'll let you say it michael cool.
0: well I mean, you can you can keep going through. I mean, it's just it's it's absolutely crazy though. They brought in Deshaun Watson, but it's just it's one of those it's one of those deals though where it's just like now they've got Baker Mayfield on a one year. I think he's got like so it's a one year. Got one year, and I think it's like twenty two or eighteen million fully guaranteed for this Mm -hmm. year. Um, And obviously, I, I still think it's one of those situations where if he ends up in Seattle, it makes the most sense. But uh, or if they think he's actually going to be suspended, Deshaun Watson will be suspended the whole year. Then you go ahead and you already knew you were going to have to pay this out to Baker anyways. Then you let him play the year, knowing that Deshaun is suspended, and then just not obviously resign him and let him go free agent somewhere.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think personally, I think the uh, I think the Panthers look better as an option for him. Uh, he would go in and nearly guarantee himself the starting spot over sam darnold that's not hard um but yeah i i just personally think the panthers would be a better choice but i see why the browns are holding on to baker mayfield for now uh i'm guessing that they'll probably draft uh and then you know they'll see if if watson doesn't get suspended maybe they'll try to trade him and and get some picks or get his guaranteed money taken off so that he's, you know, in a, not such a big cap hit. Um, I don't but think he'll probably end up staying on on the Browns for the year, which is sad for him.
0: I don't think there's any way to not make that guaranteed money. Because um, it's not like he's going to be, especially uh, when they re- ESPN released an article today where they, they talked about, I don't know if they said he was disgruntled or disappointed, what the exact words were. But yep. he, w- he said he was, uh, I, I do believe it was disappointed, especially in the fact that, uh, you know, he had asked for his release and they said no. And then they did like the exact opposite, but you know, by not keep you know keeping their word or whatever, you know, or, or, you know, just the fact that they flip flopped without like consulting him whatsoever type deal. I think they said that, you know, he was upset about that. So it, there, it's not like there's any way in the world you're gonna be like, hey, Baker, buddy, what if we reduced, you know, of your money or, um, you know, we're, we're, would you, would you mind if we spread this money out over a couple of years? Uh, no. you know, Baker's upset. He's going to be like, no, pay it no. all in one check. Give me the yeah. money. like, Like, yeah. It, you, I want you, now. Yeah. So there, there, there's no way that you're going to like, <laughs> there's no way he's just going to be like, oh yeah, guys. Yeah. Go ahead. Pay me out over the next five years or, you know, or two years, you know, yeah. whatever.
1: No, he's no, going to be it, like,
0: I want lump sum now.
1: Yeah, it's it's a rough situation over there in Cleveland like it's always been. Uh I just feel bad for Baker more than anything. Uh he got screwed over. They're constantly making him play injured, which is dumb. They had Case Keenan, which was a great uh he was a great quarterback when he played for the Vikings. Uh you know, relatively and they should have just let Baker heal and I think they would have done a lot better last year, but the organization is dumb and I mean,
0: look how much money money they shelled out though for Deshaun Watson. Like, I mean, it's just, and it's all guaranteed money. Like, Oh my God. Like that just set a precedent where they were just like, uh, yeah, we think this is a good deal. So here's this. And, uh, we're also going to set a really bad precedent for all future quarterback deals. Um, and, uh, you know, we're still kind of a weird, uh, organization, but, yeah, why not? We'll do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's... I don't know. Watson's worth the money as long as he's able to play and he doesn't get... I mean, granted, it's nice now knowing that he's not going to go to jail because all the civil suits are gone. Uh, you yeah, know, all so the there's criminal, no way he can go to... criminal. Yeah, are sorry, go, criminal. Yeah, The criminals are gone, so he can't go to jail. Uh, the most, he, he would have problems with her fines, and he, you know, if he ends it's up having to pay re- any fines, he'll probably get civil suspended for the year. too.
0: Well, I, yeah. I, think that's, I think that's completely regardless of what amount he owes in civil restitutions. It's the fact that he had what was like 22 active lawsuits for sexual misconduct and things like that, um, yeah. and as we know in the NFL, even if you aren't convicted of a crime, they can and will typically still suspend you for having done that image, which... Uh, you know, they, they call the NFL logo, the shield and everything. So they say like, Oh, you, you harmed the shield in this way by making football players look bad. And by that you made the league look bad, blah, blah, blah. So they suspend people. Um, and it is, and I'm obviously not condoned because when he wasn't found, it wasn't that he wasn't found guilty, but they didn't have enough evidence. So it's not, it's not the same as being not guilty. It's just it, it can't be tried in court because they don't have the evidence to do it, which doesn't mean they couldn't do it later if they eventually had the evidence they needed. Um, so it's not the same as not guilty, but I'm not really commenting on that, whether I think he's guilty or not. Um, but it's one of those things, though, where so right now there is no criminal piece to it, but that doesn't mean that this should, you know the NFL couldn't just be like, hey, um, this was a big deal. We're going to go ahead and suspend you. And the fact that he got uh his first year to only pay him a million dollars in case he is suspended is absolutely crazy so
1: yeah it's it's an odd thing uh but yeah it's it's gonna be interesting to see what happens um but yeah watson's on a team uh that was our big talk of the last podcast episode of you know what's gonna go on with watson and how will that affect a bunch of the other teams um but I think the last yeah, the last trade or signing that we had was Solomon Thomas, the defensive end from the 49ers going to the Jets. Uh, I think that's a huge play by them. Uh, that's something they've really needed is to up their defense. And I know that there there was an article... No. Well, it was an article, but it came with a video of a fan, of a major Jets fan, like season ticket holder for years and years, uh, getting to talk to Robert Salah, and he was like... Do not draft a cornerback. We need an edge uh, very badly. And I think I think Salah got that edge that he needed, uh, which is a lot better, in my opinion, to usually get a veteran, uh, especially a good veteran, and then maybe draft because they have a high pick. They could go get Sauce Gardner. I forgot his first name, but he's the corner from Cincinnati. Yep. Um, that would be huge. If they can get this veteran edge and then get... Arguably the best corner in the draft this year. I think that would be huge for them. So uh, Good 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 on them to uh, get somebody like Solomon Thomas on their team I hate this cuz like like I mentioned
0: I went, I went to high school with him um, And I I knew his older sister. I had classes with his older sister. I knew who she was Probably had a handful of conversations with her a uh, freshman year um, I hate this cuz I'm a huge fan of his we've talked about this Uh, we specifically talked about this when you asked me about Derek Carr, which he just got that huge extension. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, I want to like, I wanted to like the Raiders, but it was so hard because I still hate Derek Carr. And so now he's going to the Jets, which is still really hard because I don't like the Jets, but I want to be a fan and support him. So like that's the football's making me miserable right now.
1: (laughs) It's so hard for you but yeah <laughs> kind I, of I <laughs> but it is but this is just like last season last season was rough the whole time because you're like oh yeah my fantasy team's doing great but my favorite team's losing and then it's like I'm oh my still, favorite team's winning It's like oh but my I'm fantasy i'm still
0: a team. huge ravens fan and there's a lot that needs to go on there with the ravens um, oh yeah there's there's no doubt about that i mean we're still in a better situation i'd argue we're still better you know it's not, it's not too bad yet because we're not the Texans and we're not the Browns. Um, so, but the good news is, uh, we did acquire Marcus Williams and, uh, Morgan Moses. Um, we did lose Anthony, Ev- uh, Everett. Um, and, and, you know, we still really, our defense is, I think where we're struggling the most right now. Um, probably need a, a good linebacker, probably a good edge guy. Um, could definitely deal with a wide receiver. Um, that could help Lamar out as well. Um, finished the year eight and nine. So, um, you know, I mean, same, same as the Vikings, uh, same as the Texans finished off. Um, so, I mean, you know, it's just one of those things that's still better than the Seahawks or the Falcons or, you know, yeah. anything like that. So, it's just it's, it's kind of one of those pieces, you know, I don't think we're obviously in a rebuild or anything, but, um, you know, not uh, not the worst place, so. But we, I kind of wanted to segue this before we go to a break. You were you were talking about the Jags and some of their needs and stuff. Um, so they lost Miles Jack. They lost DJ Chark. Um, you know, and uh, they did manage to pick up Christian Kirk. Or oh, I'm sorry, that was the Jags. Um, ugh, I was thinking the Jets. I don't know why I was thinking that. Well. That was a failed segue, and I have nothing to segue that with, actually.
1: It's okay. It's okay. We, that was our trades. Uh, so when we come back, we are going to talk a little bit about the draft, uh, you know, what these teams need. Uh, we won't obviously go through every round or every pick and things like that. We're going to talk mostly about the first round, but we're, we're only going to really get through a couple of the teams. Uh, we're not going to take, you know, two hours on this episode. Uh, so when we come back, we'll talk about some of the upcoming teams uh, in the first round of the draft and what they need and what we expect to see from them.
0: Everybody, welcome back from my complete blunder, and uh, we want to talk about uh, the draft and uh, whether it's team needs, possible you know pick trading stuff like that um but continuing where i left off uh the jaguars have the number one pick um and i gotta tell you this is kind of an interesting one obviously because the jags lost their head coach and they're still trying to figure out their whole quarterback deal and is he the real deal is he a bust all that stuff uh, but they picked up christian kirk which i think is absolutely uh fantastic they picked up zay jones um, who was I think kind of lost uh, in Vegas, and then they got Evan Ingram, so they got a new great tight end. They did lose uh, Miles Jack, they did lose DJ Chark, so it, you know they they lost some pieces, picked up some pieces, but after going three and fourteen, you know they've they've got some significant needs, so this will be kind of an interesting one to see whether they actually keep this pick. Are they you know what what are they gonna do?
1: Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting because I think personally, I think uh, if if they really wanted to get a really top player still. uh, Like somebody that they really need. Sorry, I'm trying to think at the same time of like what I'm trying to say. um, They could move down a couple spots and get the player I think they should get Uh, Aiden Hutchinson looks amazing. He looks like the next Bosa brother, looks like the next Watt brother. He looks like an awesome edge. However, I think the Jaguars biggest need is a tackle. I agree. So I'm I'm assuming I know who you think that
0: they're going to get. Evan or Neal. Evan
1: Neal I think okay, is the best tackle who, coming
0: in. That's not who, who I, what? I thought. That's not who I thought you were uh going to say.
1: Who did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say uh Aquanu. Oh, Aquan- I do like Equanu. Um, I just don't think he's as good as Evan Neal. Uh it's really, really hard not to see an Alabama player, especially who's just, you know, that good, who moves the way he does at his size. Uh, it's really hard not to say that he should be on the Jags, because really, Dr- Trevor Lawrence is somebody who moves around a lot, and if you can have a big man moving with you, it would it would help you a lot more. Whereas Having maybe somebody like Equanu on the Lions would help them a lot more because Jared Goff stays in the pocket So if you can have a big strong guy just holding him there, well, then there you go I mean, that'd be perfect. So I think that they should not waste the first draft pick on On Aiden Hutchinson not because he's not worth it, but because their team doesn't need it as much Um, and if a team shows interest like let's say The Lions say, hey, we really need an edge more so than we think anything else because, you know, we lost Trey Flowers and, you know, somehow that's our biggest need. Then trade them and maybe say, all right, well, you know, we would like to trade your second round then. Like, uh, let's see. I'm trying to find their second round. Um, Or maybe, maybe they get the end, like the first round, last pick that they have. Does that make any sense because the Lions also have the 32nd pick in the first round? Yep. Um so maybe they can say like hey, we want your 32nd round like the 32nd pick so your second first round. Uh and then you you'll get our second round pick, you know, something like that to like help benefit us a little bit more for giving you that top pick obviously. Um because that top pick gives you a lot of movability. Uh especially if the Lions are like hey, we really want this guy. Um It's interesting. Are you going to take him? No, okay. Can we have like you know, yeah,
0: pick, pick swapping is going to be, I think, a big deal this year. Um, not, oh, I kind of mentioned earlier, it's not a quarterback year, I really wouldn't say it's necessarily no. an offensive year, really, at all. Um, if you go look no, at there's just the so many defensive players that are coming in, yeah, well, and defensive players typically aren't the people who stick around the longest in the league, so they have the highest turnover rate, and obviously, defense wins games, we've known this forever. Uh, so it's also kind of one of those pieces where you start to look at it where everybody always, you know, they're always looking what, you know, um, and really there's kind of two types of defenses. You either go really big and you're just really trying to hold it down or you go for kind of smaller and more agile, um, but not not that they're any less strong, but, you know, they just may not necessarily be the biggest or heaviest line. Um, yeah. And so it's just kind of one of those pieces, you know, you, you have to know what, what type of defense are you trying to, to cultivate but then, uh, you know, you're also just always trying to get the, the best defense possible. You know, maybe you're doing a mixture of the two. Um, either way, though, it, it's, it's definitely a, uh, a defensive year. There's a lot of edge guys coming out. There's quite a few safeties. Um, there, there are a few offensive tackles that, that you're going to see here as well. Um, but for the most part, it, it really is a lot, of, a lot of defensive people. There's some cornerbacks, linebackers in there as well. Um, but it's going to be an interesting year because absolutely, it's going to be one of those things where I think you're going to see, uh, maybe, you know, like right here where, uh, you're the Jags and you're the number one pick, um, regardless of who you trade them to. But like you just said, in this case, maybe it's the lions, uh, or somebody like that. And, you know, Hey, they're, they're not going for an offensive tackle and that's what we want. Um, you know, they're going for maybe a safety, uh, where you can afford to do some of that pick swapping um, and I think it's gonna become Much more relevant and I think also you're gonna start to see like where the Browns are holding on to Baker Mayfield for now Maybe they're gonna, you know, get some extra picks in there with some pick swapping um, To make sure that everybody gets what they want plus trading, you know, maybe picking up some extra picks uh, and so it's, it's gonna be some of these uh, I think I think it's gonna be a much more active trade Uh, Mm -hmm. situation and pick swapping year as well that's going to be a big one um to be honest um on most in a lot of years i'm really excited for the nfl draft this is kind of one of those years where uh i'm a little out of my depth because like i I know some of these players in the sense that you know obviously you've seen them in games and things like
1: that but it's it's they're not not the quarterback or wide receiver
0: or uh, or that's the weird part
1: or, or top running back either yeah, um, exactly. Like that's it's such it's such that's how I feel about this draft. They say names, and I'm like, sounds familiar. Yeah, you play. You've heard.
0: You've heard at some point, like, oh, this person made a you know a big sack or or you know got a big hit yeah. and stuff. But it's not like it's not typical people that you focus on. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. You know, one it's, Heisman? Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's it's not like you're hearing. Oh, it's Trevor Lawrence. You know, he's never lost wow. a game in his life type deal. You know, uh, when he was in college, and and now. We're talking about the number one guy is probably going to be a defensive player and i'm just like which is weird <laughs> yeah uh, so it's um it's kind of an interesting draft uh in that sense but like at the same time just kind of like yeah like I, I, I'm, I'm gonna watch the first round and normally i would be all like oh hey I, i'll watch at least like the first three four rounds or whatever but i gotta be honest um I'm probably gonna fall asleep during the draft and i'm gonna have to go look at recaps for our our podcast and this is terrible as a football guy but it's just it it's kind of
1: boring I'm not gonna lie no it it happens I'm having a watch party with uh my Hayden and my austin uh I hate that we have to say that that is so <laughs>
0: That is so weird. It's,
1: it sounds really weird every time. But my Austin has been on the podcast before. I think he was our first guest. Well, there's uh, the Saints fan. And there, then uh, only, the Seahawks only, fan that we always tease. Austin.
0: There's only one Austin league.
1: Oh, is there, oh, it's because Aston. That's why. Yeah. Um, Aston yeah. So and Aston. Austin and Hayden, I'm going to have a watch party with them for the f- first round only. Uh, but anyway. So yeah, I think we both agree then that the Jaguars need a tackle for their first. Well, they need for their a lot first, first round picked. They need well, a lot yes, of they, stuff. They need I, a lot, but biggest priority. Should it be the edge? Should they take Hutchinson? Or do you think they should go linebacker or tackle or somebody else? This is like a total politician move, but I'm going to say it
0: doesn't matter what they pick. They're probably in need.
1: Yeah, no, it's true. Um, and there, I'm, I'm going to go tackle. I think they need the offensive tackle the most because Trevor Lawrence didn't have time to throw the ball. and Well what a waste of a first-round pick if you can't even throw the ball right so yeah it's just your first round pick to protect them this year
0: the i gotta be honest um i think looking at this kind of the the biggest thing for me is is like going through these draft picks is uh there's a couple quarterbacks in there um and uh there's a couple like wide receivers in there as well um but it's it's gonna be really interesting though i just from a perspective of who's going to be the first quarterback off the board. Um, And when, and when, yeah, well, if if you look at the predictions, they're like not predicting until like 19 or 20 and stuff like that. And they've got the saints picking up like Sam Howell from North Carolina. And then they show like, such a bad idea, Pittsburgh, uh, drafting, uh, Malik Willis from Liberty and, it's just uh. yeah, it's just it's it's kind of one of these interesting things though. Like looking at some of these, I'm just like, man, this is uh, this is this is interesting. Um, and like I said, I'm so out of out of my element here. There's a couple wide receivers I mentioned, um, like Traylon Burks, uh, from Arkansas, who's pretty good. I heard he may go to the Packers. That they they may be looking at him. Um, I think they said the top uh top wide receiver this year Chris Uh, Olave yeah and I also I also heard the Saints are also looking at uh Jamison Williams from Alabama uh I heard Mm -hmm. you know he's he's definitely up there as well uh Garrett Wilson from Ohio State um trying to think of who else was up there Drake Lennon yeah um and somebody you mentioned was uh Sauce Gardner
1: um mm-hmm. it could he be has a first name. Hold on, let me find I found it before. Keep going though. Oh, Ahmad. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's it's one
0: of those things I, I heard uh the Falcons may be picking him up.
1: I don't think he'll go that low. Uh I personally think if the Jaguars go edge or tackle, which I think those are the only two options they're going. I don't think they're gonna take a linebacker then. Uh and then I think the lions uh, are going to go for whatever the Jags don't pick. So let's say these, these picks don't move right. Jags still pick first. If they take Aiden Hutchinson, I think the lions are going to go in and take Evan Neal. Um, I think, the but lions I think might... the Jags will take Evan Neal and the lions will go take agent Hutchinson. Cause that's what they really, really need. Well, I, um, I, I think Detroit may go for a safety um, and that's, and that's fine. Um, and and they'd be getting a great safety in Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame. Yep. Um well, and then the, the Texans, other, the other I don't is... think they're gonna take Sauce Gardner either. I think he's gonna go to the Jets at well, Four. I think
0: I think the the Lions could even end up with uh
1: Kayvon Thibodeau. Oh yeah, I forgot about Thibodeau. Thibodeau would be a great uh a great ad. Uh but yeah, Texans, Texans and Lions, I think they're both gonna go. You know, either either edge or, you know, well, Texans, I think they're going to go edge more so than uh, safety, but they could also go offensive line, which is fine by me. Uh, the Texans also need that. Um, but yeah, I, I think Thibodeau and Hutchinson will be off the board if Jaguars go for Hutchinson. Um but I think Gardner will go to the Jets. I think no matter what, at four, I don't think that'll change unless another team pick trades with one of the top three to take him before. Um, but yeah, that's me. That's me personally, because I know that they need that position more now because they they got um, you know they got Morgan Moses, they got Solomon Thomas, or they lost. I'm sorry, Morgan Moses, but got uh, Lake and Tomlinson and. I can't even think of his name now, Solomon Thomas. So, it's- well, the, And the other thing you mentioned was Evan
0: Neal, but uh, honestly, I if, if he's still on the board, I think the Panthers may take him just because they need to beef up that line in front of Sam Darnold.
1: Yeah, no, it's, I agree, I agree. Uh, it's It's just so hard to know what some of these teams are gonna go for because they need so many positions it's really hard to just say, oh, yeah, this is who they're going to take. And then they're going to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to pick a running back it's like, you're an idiot, but whatever. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I definitely think uh, we'll, we'll see some offensive linemen be taken in the first five picks because heaven knows the Giants need a, an offensive lineman as well. Well, yeah, uh, and the Giants
0: could go for, like, Charles Cross as well because uh, let, let, let's say that uh, number one uh you know that they did take neil um or uh you know just some of those situations and let's say Aquanu ends up in houston um it's just one of those things i really do think that uh also charles cross could be gone you know he's the offensive tackle from mississippi state mm-hmm. uh he could be gone uh if evan Neal is gone as well i mean it's just it's a it's a very interesting
1: situation uh looking at some of these it is it is uh It'll be interesting. I think, I think the Giants may be the team to try and move up and switch places with the Jags. Uh, and here's why: the Jaguars need a, a guard, right? And I think that what what the uh, Giants should do is trade with the Lions and say, "Hey, you're going, you know, you're going Edge or whatever, right?" Um that guy will probably still be there because these other teams are going to try to go for a different position So why don't we trade with you because we'll take we'll take the second best edge and leave you hutchinson And so you can take him at five And then with that The giants now have the second pick and so they say hey Jaguars, are you guys trying to take this guy? You know and and just try to really work it out to the best of you know Everybody because I think these top five teams are going to try to be nice to each other and try to help move each other around because if they let any of the other teams in, they're going to lose more games than they did last year because they cannot allow other big teams with the nice players come in and get even better players again. And that's where these teams get hurt.
0: Well, so I was going through looking at this. Um, Have you seen who pick number 11 goes to?
1: Yes, it is the...
0: Commanders. Yeah, it's the Commanders. And I gotta tell you, this is like the weirdest Thing ever Because uh, mm-hmm. obviously they have scary Terry and you know, I traded for him in the in the fantasy um, Which was already scary and <laughs> They have now acquired Carson Wentz Which I have zero confidence in Carson Wentz to be honest, especially with Washington and everything yep. they have going on um and I heard it's rumored that they could be trying to pick Drake London from USC. Um, the wide receiver. Yeah, um, because, you know, Carson Wentz, um, he's, I don't know how to describe him. He doesn't necessarily follow it, uh, a direct tempo, which I think is going to be already arguably weird for Terry McLaurin. And they're going to try to bring in Drake London because they say that uh, his, the, the, everything that went on at USC that it was a similar play style so the two of them would probably connect and I'm just sitting here just like oh my god this is uh this is crazy that Washington has I mean just one pick outside of the top 10 and they're going to take one of the better wide receivers whether it whether it ends up being Drake London or let's say it's even Jamison Williams um from Alabama and uh they're not going to be any better position than they were last year yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, I I personally think that uh, the commanders might pull a fast one and draft the second QB with the Seahawks taking the first. And uh, I think that would be a huge turn, and I don't think it would be good for them to go QB because they do have a young... um, Oh my gosh, I just blanked out his name as soon as I was going to say it. What is the dude's name that just played QB all year for them? Oh, my gosh.
0: I know who you're talking about. It's now 3 in the morning. My mind is going so mush, and we're talking about defensive players that I know
1: so very little about. I cannot remember who the... Oh, my gosh. I'm going to kick myself tomorrow. Anyway, it would be a bad move by the commanders. They need to go somebody useful. Uh, They should try and move up in the uh, draft uh maybe try to trade with the giants take one of their Geno first smith. picks G- no not Geno smith that's the seahawks guy yeah the, i'm talking, talking about, about. Com- no, no no i'm talking about the commander's guy who oh, played all year oh, 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 oh um heineke yeah taylor heineke <laughs> jeez that was so bad i got stuck on sam because of sam Howell. um but no, it's well, that you were would be a bad about, move sorry, by them. You were,
0: you were talking about the Seahawks taking the no, number one sorry. quarterback, and then yeah. you said they're they're young. So I was thinking Geno Smith, but yeah, I hey, think yeah.
1: Seahawks are going to draft the first QB, which is stupid because there's not a good QB in this draft. Arguably, I don't, I don't think there's don't as think as good they, a
0: QB. I don't think they will because, like I said, I honestly believe Baker Mayfield's the best fit for them, and that they'll maybe they might even trade away pick I, number nine to, to help I get. Don't.
1: Him. I don't think they will. I don't think they're going to go for him. Their best bet at QB at this point is going to go Jimmy G. Uh, I like Jimmy G a lot better than Baker, and I think he's more ready I don't, to I don't start think... because Baker Mayfield's going to have surgery and all this stuff that he's got to get figured out in this offseason. I don't know if he'll be ready to play that quick.
0: Yeah, So I, I got to be honest. I don't see tremendous upside or downside to either one. Um, I just think they might go Baker just in the sense that you know that they're like he's got one year left, so it's not like they have to have super long term commitment to him type deal. Mm-hmm. um But at the same time, you know, you know that with how much the Browns are paying out, they're probably not going to just get an incredible amount of value from it. uh That they're you know they're they're just going to be trying to to get him off the the payroll and and maybe a you know a quick pick. And they just uh, also you know they traded away a bunch of picks, so maybe they'd just be you know they also just got Amari Cooper so you know they're not you know they're not going to take a lot of stuff so i think maybe there's a trade there possible um and i i if
1: seahawks still have the number 9 pick i think they're going to bolster their defense and that's possible cuz i know they just lost Bobby Wagner but at this point at pick 9 i think they need to move up to be able to get a super solid linebacker a super solid you know something else but the problem is their biggest needs are on offense, being the QB, the tackle, and the guard. So that's where I struggle with them. The Seahawks just, they need a, re- a lot of really weird positions that at pick nine, well, they, they they're not getting DJ, the best at that position now. They
0: lost DJ Reed. They lost Bobby Wagner. Um, They got Drew Locke, which, I mean, I think that also helps. And not Again, I don't have a huge <laughs> amount of, of belief in him, but... Uh, I think that also helps bolster that if you, if you had to, you know, to, to sit, and you know, maybe you're like, oh well, let, let's sit and wait on this, see what happens. Um, I think they will take an edge rusher, um, or even a cornerback. Like if they got Trent McDuffie from, uh, who had been the, the cornerback at Washington, um, you know, there's, there's quite a few possibilities there. Uh, but like I said, I, th- I don't know what it is, but there's something about Pete Carroll, um, He's all defense. That's all he is. Well, yeah, but at the same time, like you, you kind of look at like the coaching style for what, what he wants in somebody. And not that Baker Mayfield is mobile because he's, it, it's not that he's not mobile, but it's, it's just not his forte at the same time. But I feel like that's kind of one of those situations. Like Jimmy G is definitely much more of a, a pocket guy um, than, than I would say he is mobile. And I think Baker offers him the best chance of, some type of scrambling whether or not it always works out for him not quite the same as russell wilson but i don't know I, there's just there's just something about i feel like like baker would get along with uh pete carroll i don't know it's just i don't know they, they i i don't know why i can just picture him being like hey coach here's a beer let's 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 shotgun these and pete carroll just
1: be like all right <laughs> all right whatever <laughs> i'm down I, yeah cool i personally think that uh there, Pete Carroll, he loves his linebackers, and I think he's gonna. If if Devon Lloyd of Utah is gone, I think he's gonna get Nakobe Dean of Georgia. Uh, uh, he loves linebackers and he loves defense. I'm with you. Um, so if, I don't I think just, they're I gonna go corner as much. I think they need it, but yeah, I think he's gonna. Pick a linebacker.
0: Point is though, I, I, what well, you said originally you think that Seattle will be the first one off the board with the quarterback. Uh, my point is, I just, I don't see it happening for for Seattle. They would to... be the
1: first reasonable team in the draft to grab a QB. I don't see the other teams before them going QB. The Seahawks are the most viable team in the first round so far to grab the QB. Is what I, I, mostly I met. think.
0: I think the team that probably needs a QB the most. Arguably, um, and again, this is not a slight on anybody, um, but I think the Steelers probably make a lot of sense at picking up another quarterback.
1: Just because, and the Vikings.
0: Um, I feel because like the Vikings would, and hear me out here. I think the I don't Vikings, know who their backup
1: is, though. That's my problem. Well,
0: so here's my deal. I feel like Jimmy G could go to the Vikings,
1: um, and I would be fine with that. Again, but. He's staying in San Francisco for another year at least, so that's my hard my, part.
0: Yeah, so so here's my thing. I would say the first the first team on the board that I would think would probably be the Steelers, and this is just my opinion, um, just because I'm uh, I'm not sold on Trubisky, and I'm not sure necessarily that Pittsburgh is either. But after having lost a big Ben, and God rest his soul, you just lost your third stringer. You probably want somebody young in there because you're not, obviously, by having traded for Mitch uh, and, and just different things going on, just based on also how you saw Mason Rudolph started when Ben was hurt and then he didn't. It's just one of those things. I don't think there's a whole lot of confidence in what's developed quarterback-wise in Pittsburgh, so I think they want options. So I yeah. think Malik Willis going off the board there makes quite a bit of sense.
1: Um
0: I would. Also I'm gonna disagree.
1: I don't think they would take Willis. I think they take Kenny Pickett. I like Pickett much better, but.
0: I mean, it's not it's not a quarterback year, so that there's not just a whole ton of options there. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see 100. percent But, uh, I think the team that makes the most sense to draft one, out of the gate, I think is probably gonna be the Steelers.
1: Okay. No, I like it. Um. However, I will say, it is getting late. It's been a long episode. So I think we should pick this up next week with our next episode, right before the draft, uh, get some of our last pre-draft thoughts, and then our next episode will probably be just after the draft happens. Yeah, absolutely. I I don't know what the dates are of everything, like what days those land on, but I think that's about where it would land. Uh, Just real
0: quick, uh, have you heard kind of what's going on with the XFL?
1: I know okay. XFL or USFL. I know they're different. But. XFL.
0: This is the uh, one that no. used to be uh owned by McMahon and now it's being restarted up with uh Dwayne "The Rock" Johnson. That yes, was, yes. That. Yeah, so they just okay, released they just released um some of their coaches. And uh, Wade Phillips is actually going to be a coach in the XFL. Um, Wade Phillips used to be a coach there in the Cowboys. I think he was also with the Giants for a while. Uh, Jim Haslett as well. Um, And then longtime Oklahoma Sooners coach Bob Stoops is going to be in a similar role to to the XFL uh, during the short season. He's going to be coming in there as well. Um, And then the remainder of the coaches are all former NFL players, uh, Terrell Buckley, Heinz Ward, Rod Woodson, Reggie Barlow, and Anthony Becht. So they released that information uh, earlier this week. So it's going to be kind of an interesting uh, situation. And the league hired former Buffalo Bills executive Russ Brandon to be the league president. Um, and then the football operations is now being led by former New York Giants executive Mark Ross. Um, along with, uh, former Bills GM, uh, Doug Whaley. So they released some of that information. Um, I'm honestly, again, kind of excited for this. Um, I know we're primarily NFL based, but obviously we talked some about college, things like that. Um, and I know, I think you and I talked about this a couple times. Some of the fans may not know this when we talked about. Uh, what was the other NFL league? The A was it the AFL? USFL. No, no, no. What was the other one?
1: Um, like forever ago?
0: No, 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 like two years ago or whatever it was. Uh, at the start of the pandemic or whatever, and then it folded. Well, that's,
1: that's what the USFL is. It's the restart of that, but they changed yeah, the but, name. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I'm talking about whatever its name was. I don't know. Uh, it was like the
1: AFL. I think the American Football League. Yeah, something, I think. something like that.
0: Um, I i had been excited for that and then obviously it folded um, And it, you know, I, I was pretty excited that because it was it's it's different, you know It's not necessarily the top guys, but it's not just college either You know, they've had a little bit of time to develop things like that So the XFL I think is gonna be another kind of one of those interesting I know they're gonna have some weird rules and everything like that um, But I'm kind of excited to see what the XFL actually does not that it'll you know, not that it's going to be like, hey, this is pure football talent, all that stuff, you know, they're going to do some weird stuff, but uh, just to have something else on TV occasionally um, when blowout games or, or you know, I like watching all games, but sometimes, you know, they're just kind of dud games. You're just like, man, nothing's happening. It's kind of boring, blah, blah, blah. It's nice to be able to be like, oh, hey, here's something else to watch
1: yeah no it it will be interesting the nice thing about the usfl uh they are trying out some new technology and some uh well, some potential about... rule changes for the nfl X... so like
0: i was talking about XFL. No, no no no
1: i know i know i'm bringing up the usfl because i've been following it because uh it's been really interesting to see that they are going to uh use technology uh similar to what they use in tennis and soccer right now to like analyze where the ball Went or like you know landed or whatever uh, Because then they can easily tell If it's out and so they're gonna They're gonna use this technology on the Field to know whether or not it was a first down And things like that uh, And they're gonna test it out and see if it's Worthy of being used in the NFL and if it Works well enough and so it's really cool seeing that The NFL is working with these smaller Leagues uh, to test out New rules and, and possible Rule changes of the future for the NFL uh, And so It's just cool to see uh, because it's it's interesting to see almost like the NFL has like a minor leagues like baseball, because then potentially these teams could use them to get players and and test rules out and and technology for helmets and pads and all kinds of stuff. So it's just cool.
0: Have you heard some of the XFL rules? I know we're we're trying to wrap this up, but have you heard some of their rules? Because this this one's innovative, the one that I'm specifically
1: thinking of. Have you heard any of them? I haven't heard any of the new ones. I followed the XFL a lot right before the pandemic um, because, again, it's interesting to me so to see remember, that we could possibly have the minors.
0: I, I don't remember if this was a rule before, but essentially what they're going to do is after a touchdown, the team has the option of running a play from the 2, 5, or 10-yard line, and they're worth 1, 2, or 3 points respectively. And the team must run an offensive play, and there's no kicking plays allowed.
1: Yep. I I did read about that one because that's one that the NFL has toyed with for a while because I can't remember who, like which team proposed that idea. Uh, It's similar to what the Ravens have proposed, but it's an idea that has come out and they're testing it, you know, because. The NFL constantly wants to make better rules and and make the game more competitive, so uh, that that should be an interesting one. So I'm going to definitely watch the XFL for that rule.
0: Yeah. And then the. um. The XFL will have double forward passes. So if a team completes a forward pass behind the line of scrimmage, that team may throw a second forward pass as long as the ball has not crossed the line of scrimmage.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So technically, you could have a quarterback drop 20 yards back, pass it 10 yards forward, and then have that guy throw a bomb into the end zone.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, it's...
0: it's... Yeah, and then over time they're doing uh five rounds um uh alternating single play possessions kinda like uh NHL shootouts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which I think is like absolutely crazy because I think it's funny. Um
1: Yeah. Another another crazy rule in the USFL uh is they are allowing two forward passes behind the line of the scrimmage. So like let's say I'm at the five yard line and the line of scrimmage is the ten. If my receiver, for example, is standing at the seven, he can I can throw it to him, which is a forward pass behind the line of scrimmage. But then he can chuck that ball down the field, you know, for some of those cool, crazy plays that you know Odell would have loved to to play. Yeah. Um, so those are cool too. It's just cool.